You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. <laughs> How you doing, Laura? Happy Mother's Day. Hello. Thank mm-hmm. you. Let's... Haven't done this in a while. I know. Been... I know. This is um, we're we're our schedules are different. When I'm ready, you're not. Vice versa. I know. But you know what? I'm just whatever. We. I'm glad. It's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks just trying to connect. You know, with many topics and things that we needed to try to talk about, but it's boy. Glad we could finally do this yes, today. Yes, I know. I know. I think uh, I, the weekend goes by and we didn't we didn't do one. And uh, I would I literally was having anxiety about it. Like uh, it's so important for us to. <laughs> I but know. Nonetheless, you know, we're doing it when we can do it. Um, and I'm happy to be doing it. Yeah. It's raining out. It's uh, was been kind of like unseasonably cool here in Nashville. I don't know how buff is, but I mean we've had Same. some nice days, but. We're still yep. like getting in the like low forties. We've we've had some weird late frost and um, same thing here. Weather hasn't been the greatest. We had a couple of big teasers back in April, and I think everybody thought we were going to have nice weather consistently on. And we've had a nice day here and there, but it's not been great. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, spring is here. Next week, we're, we're it should be good and. Yeah. That's fine. And like, you know, we've had some nice spring days. I love I love spring here. The birds are all, you know, everything's green, it's blooming and cutting the grass and yep. I don't know, that just makes me happy in despite of everything else that's happening around us. Yeah. And um <laughs> you know what? Uh we're we'll 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 talk a little bit about today about what you did this past week and mm-hmm. Laura and how you really are becoming a not just a I mean <laughs> a caregiver, a voice, you, you have so many elements of, of, of our lives now that you're out there, like in the public and the news. And it really uh, choked me up and brought it, brought a tear to my eye. We have like really different roles with all this, but, um, and that's cool, you know, and I, I but yeah. I was, I was just really proud of what you did. And that's one of the Thank things you. we were going to talk about today was, uh, what's still going on kind of politically with COVID and where Billy's mm-hmm. at, where John's at, maybe just a little bit of our opinions and then we'll move on to brighter subjects. John, John coming down it. And I thought we'd give him a call. I called him before you and I got on the phone together. He's like, uh, Larry, I'm eating dinner. I'm like, what time? He's like quarter to six. And it was exactly quarter to six. So <laughs> in other words, call me back. So I yeah. told him we'd call him in a half hour or so. And but I, I think it would be neat just to have him on for the last few minutes. He he's you know he brought it up yesterday. Hey, Larry, the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he talked to me about it yesterday too. <laughs> we did so much when he was here. We never came in the studio. Like he came in here for the clock thing. <laughs> but we were so busy outside. I don't know. I. I wish I have someone that I can pay that can follow me around and document stuff because it's a lot of, it, it is a lot of work to do that, to try and have a camera sure. going. But one of these days when, when I just got to have someone follow us on a trip with John, John, whether he comes here or we're doing something together, going to Florida because he's funny when he travels and it's him and I, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's totally different. He lets it takes a couple days, but you know, <laughs> he's, yeah. he really lets his hair down and. Yeah. But we had a nice trip. Um, but go ahead, Laura. I'm going to 
shut up for a minute. Tell me, uh, t- tell everybody, it's, uh, it is Mother's Day 2021, and happy Mother's Day to you moms. It's one of them mm-hmm. days that um, I, I, like, I, you, Laura, I, you know, sent you to something, and and uh, I don't know, it's a bittersweet day for me, but um, you're still, you're, you're still here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know, I know, well. You know what I mean. Yeah, this is hard, but I miss mom terribly today, you know, and think about all the past Mother's Days and tried to, you know, things we tried to do with her. And then, you know, I, I, it was funny. My husband asked me, did you get a card from my mom? And, and it was like, I, I knew I had to, but going over to that card section, it's just, ugh, you know, but anyways, beyond that, um, the kids always, my kids always just make a beautiful day for me and I, I don't need anything fancy. We went to breakfast at Denny's. That was it. Um, I didn't feel the need to, you know, well, things are limited anyway as far as brunches and all that are concerned, but it was fine. We had a great morning. My one son is not here. He's in Georgia. So that was a little, you know, it's, I miss him when he's not here, but we had a nice day, but thank you. And, um, yeah, so this week I, um, got contacted by an assembly woman named Melissa Miller. She is from the Atlantic beach region in here in New York state. And that would be like long Island area. Um, there's a group that, that formed right around this time last year called New York Alliance for Developmental Disabilities. And it was just a Facebook group that, you know, was a place where people could come together and um, as family members and, and kind of ping off one another and, you know, kind of pick into each other's expertise about issues that we were facing because of the pandemic with our loved ones. Um, so, you know, I had this past week, I have been really trying to figure out our brother, Billy, has not been back to Dayhab yet. Um, and, you know, so I've been playing a lot of phone tag with different um, Dayhabs in the, in the West New York area. Um, and I had not talked to his Dayhab since January. Um, at that point, I was told by his Dayhab that they had really not even a plan in place to bring him back into the Dayhab facility. Um, that, you know, again, it's, you know, to, these, these agencies are under the um, governorship of Office of Persons with Developmental Disabilities here in Western, or here in New York State, just not Western New York, but the entire state. We have different regions. Um, and, you know, they have set forth their guidance, which has been basically... I guess the best way to say it is to, the, the, the Department of Health sets forth the guidance of what to do through COVID, and then OPWDD follows that guidance. It's extremely outdated. Um, it isn't matching with what the CDC is now saying about, you know, you can decrease from six feet to three feet, especially people who have been vaccinated. Um, what we're facing is that these day have are only at 50% capacity at this point. Um, And out of the, so, you know, just to give an example, Billy's day have was 160 individuals were enrolled there. So 50% would be 80 people. 
and they only have 52 people back in into the day hub facility because they went to the people who were um, higher priorities. So those were people that lived in the community with their parents still. Um, so, and, and the other issue is they're facing staffing issues. Um, and many people here are still, are, are you know, on are unemployment. Um, we're, it's just such a compounding, multifaceted issue of why this is happening. So the first thing that, you know, NIAD is trying to do is get the Department of Health to follow the guidance that has been updated by the CDC. Um, so, you know, I had put on the Facebook page for NIAD that I was very frustrated, Billy. I had been calling different day halves and I was getting the same answers. We're only at 50%. We don't know when we're going to be able to bring people back. And, you know, it's just been so frustrating because Billy has been home since March of last year. This is his 15th month of not doing anything during the day. He's just doing nothing. I mean sitting in his chair, watching TV every I mean, day. We, we, you know, a lot of the public, those of us that know our family and know John John know that it drove him, you know, bocce balls nuts. And yep. thank goodness that he's kind of getting back to something. But Billy is kind of, uh, you know, he's kind of stuck in limbo. But, uh, you know, I yep. guess maybe with his hip and all that, it's not like he's, who knows? He doesn't have the ability to communicate how he feels if he's right. happy or sad about it. We don't know. But, I mean, I know Billy doesn't like to be out very much, but it's just, but there are others, you know, in that home that we know that I'm sure it's a big deal, too. Oh, it's, I know it it's is. A, it is the a ones very that are aware, a little bit higher functioning yeah. and mobile and able to, to speak their feelings and all that. And, uh, you know, it's frustrating. I, I don't know exactly what's going on with the group home thing here in Tennessee, but I can tell you this. A mutual friend of ours is in a facility kind of through the veterans. It's called Buffalo Valley. It's also a rehabilitation place. And I I still can't visit him, and he still can't leave the property. So yeah. if that's how it's happening with the veterans, I'm sure it's the same with the group home thing here and like what has happened like i think it's time we we try and get national attention out of this i don't know yeah i don't know you go up because it is a forgotten thing you talk about the elderly in nursing yeah. homes all the time but like that story which is on supporting siblings i dropped that uh your your interview right on <laughs> the front of our website so you guys can go check it out and uh see that they are doing some coverage on this now but there has not been it, it's it's been a very quieted thing we always hear about the elderly and and mm-hmm. what what went on in nursing homes in certain color states and ugh, all that nonsense but yep. never do you hear about group homes or what's going on no and that's which is that's about 18 percent really, of our population by the way yeah we're really trying to you know push this to the forefront of the media's attention and to our assembly elected leaders here in new york state to say hey you need to pay attention to them. I mean, I can tell you, I spoke at this. So I, you know, to get back, I was contacted by Assemblywoman Missy Miller asking me to join the press conference on Friday after this past Friday afternoon and speak to the situation about Dayhab. So I did. I was able to arrange to be able to be on this press conference. And um, there were two other parents there that were involved in this. 
press conference and they spoke to the frustrations that they have been experiencing that are going on in the group homes in terms of um, visitation and, and being able to see their, their children. Um, I will, and, and again, you know, you figure from Buffalo to Long Island to Watertown to, you know, Syracuse, all across the state, every agency is kind of doing, I don't want to say their own thing, um, but they kind of are. Everybody's kind of kind of following the guidance from OPWDD to what their agency is capable of, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, so in some ways, what John and Billy are experiencing in terms of being able to visit or be visited at their group homes, I have been very fortunate that once the reopening happened, um, you know, they've been able to come home and that sort of thing. However, we're still to get into the group home. You kind of have to schedule a visit and you have to go through all the screening process to get in there. Um, and so, and, and, and then the other issue is many of the parents are experiencing, and this is, seems to be across the state, that if there was one person who would have brought COVID, maybe, maybe a staff member tested positive for COVID, the entire group home gets shut down for two weeks. And the CDC is saying that's not necessary, especially if they're vaccinated. They don't need to be locked down like that. But they're not following that guidance. So right. it's just been so frustrating. So, um, yeah, so we had this press conference and there were probably, I don't know, maybe, I, I, I don't know how many people were there total. I think at one point I saw on the Zoom thing that there were like 40-something participants. And, you know, there were a few lawmakers there in terms of elected, you know, assembly people or a senator and lots of media and some parents. So I was able to speak to, you know, the the media and to these lawmakers about the frustrations of the day have and, you know, Billy not going. Um, John has been going back to day have now for quite a while, which is very good. He They attend separate day have. Um, based on their what they need, um, you know, and yes, do I know for sure if Billy cares that he's not going? No, I don't know. He doesn't say to me, "Sis, I don't care. I'm kind of glad to be sitting home," or he doesn't tell me, "I really miss going. I want to go." But the quality of life is what we're trying to look at for him, and those things that happened at Dayhab, like just the mental and physical stimulation of him. You know, maybe whatever they were doing in the classroom, movement for his muscles, and yeah. you know, just something Get him out. for Get him outside. Yeah, yeah. right. Nothing like so that. It's so been a, it's been a long haul, but I, you let's know, I just, really one thing I want to dip our toe in the water with, and I don't want to go too far off on a tangent with this, but did you not say that the fact that there is a labor crisis, they don't have enough workers? Absolutely. How, how big of a part of it was that? And then I'm going to give one sentence opinion on that. We're going to move on. But yep. that this is a part of it, is it not? Yes. I think that, you know, again, they have been, um, that we've been, there's, I mean, not just within the agencies, but health wanted signs across the state. And um, many people are not returning back to work. Um, the news stories that I've been seeing is for a bunch of reasons. You know, there was an increase in unemployment. People are not 
coming off of unemployment because you're actually making more money staying home. Um, and that would be... <laughs> Yahtzee, you think be, we're onto something there? <laughs> right. And that would be a huge thing. Honestly, one of the other things that we're trying to push for in the state assembly is a livable wage for these um, direct care providers to stop paying them $13 an hour, uh, you know, and to, <laughs> and to give them what they're, what they're worth yeah. and for the work that they're doing. 20 so, bucks an hour for that, yeah, for them minimum, to find somebody minimum. who Absolutely. has the heart and the ability and the patience oh. to do oh that. Oh my gosh. I know. I Absolutely. Like, These workers could, deserve so much more so than much what they're more. getting. Well, and for the amount of, for the amount of responsibility that they have while they're taking care of our loved ones is yeah. just immense. And yeah. to think that they can go and work at Arby's for two, three dollars more an hour. Okay, so there's that, the labor shortage. And yes, they're making more money so, yeah, sitting it's home. An issue. It's, it, it seems to be an issue all over. There's one in Nashville here. Yeah. And um, talking to some family and friends. I actually talked to Susie talking about that and, and Lara last night. Help yep. wanted sign. So I don't know yeah. if that five hundred bucks a week is doing any any good, but making people lazy. This is a big part of it too. And not only that, I mean, they, if 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 the pay was twenty dollars an hour, people would be more apt to go back to work. And that's I really think that they deserve at least that. I mean, obviously, at least it's a little bit. You know, it's not as bad to live down here in some sense as it is up north as far as taxes. But every market has its difference. But What's the average at a group home up there? 13, 14? Lower? Average pay for a group home worker is 13, State. 50 an hour. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I want you to just really think about that. And you're talking about, let's talk about Billy because Billy's care is immense. John yeah. is 100% independent with activities of daily living. He can shower and shave himself and he can brush his own teeth and he can feed himself and he can, you know, they independently access the community with supervision from a, you know, let's talk about Billy. Billy is a total 100% care. He cannot hold a toothbrush by himself and brush his teeth. He cannot, he needs to be showered. He wears diapers. He cannot choose his own clothes. He can sort of feed himself. He's kind of like a mild assist. He can, um, you know, I mean, he's really would do better if someone fed him. It said it most of the time if he's feeding himself. It's all over the front of them. Um, but they encourage that independence as much as possible. So, and, and he's, he is an absolute total assist in terms of walking. He cannot walk independently across the room. Um, he is, he wears a gate belt, um, and is a two person assist to get him from one spot in the house to the other. Um, and just to even add a little bit more, um, complexity into the situation of how much of a risk Billy is to get hurt and these workers that are making thirteen fifty an hour yeah. Billy just fell last month at his group home and cut his head open and had to have five staples in his head so oh. you know here let me offer you thirteen fifty an hour to work for that that immense responsibility and you might get in trouble because if he gets hurt, now we have a whole other issue and an investigation happening. Right. Who would want to do that? It's I a, mean, it's you know, people that have the heart for it, and there's sure it is. There is a certain sure percentage of this population that just gets it, 
It fulfills yep. their lives. Um, we have had amazing yeah. staff. I mean, honestly, let's let's call it state to state. We have had amazing staff that have been in At both Billy's John place. and Billy's life. Yeah, both both, both of, of them. Yeah, there there is. And yeah. we have had some real difficult people, and they don't laugh. Yeah, you know, because of the pay or because of their whatever their issues on the job or. Lots of times, this is a real sad thing. You get people that are awesome, and they leave because they find a better-paying job, or it's younger people climbing the ladder going to school, and they right. leave. Right. So, yeah, the, the turnover at a group home is they're in yeah. college, and yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's lots of times people who are going to be special ed teachers or occupational therapists, they're, they want to be in this field. Because they love working with individuals with disabilities, but they don't stay long, you know. And those that do stay, you know, for the love of whatever, all that's holy, give them what they deserve. They deserve yeah. more money, you I know. I think that's I mean, what a lot of this boils down to with, you know, the stalls getting, you know, certain states. Like, like I said, I know what's happening here with uh, the Veterans Association. I mean, no, yeah. nobody visiting. Kirk, uh, our friend, I got to cut that. I don't want to put his name in there. Our friend is allowed to leave for one hour a week to go to Walmart. I mean, yeah. it's been a year now. They're all vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and that's the other thing is we've so been, you know, John and Billy were, John and Billy were among the first to get vaccinated here in New York State. They were in the first group um, that were offered, and John, John and Billy both had their vaccinations a couple days apart, shots one and two, um, January and February. Yeah, I, they were among that first group, and I was relieved, thinking, okay, good, now maybe things can start to go back to normal for them. And like I said, John, you know, based on his needs and his independence level, has a little bit more freedoms and that sort of thing and has it is going and you know going back to Dayhab and he was able to come to see you and travel and by the way you know I just want to give this is where I'm <laughs> going to give you your shout out okay <laughs> um you know lots of times you know obviously John and Billy live near me and this past year has been very restrictive as far as what typically would be um how shall I say it, how much access you would have to John and Billy, both, you know, either by visiting up here or by them coming to, or by John coming to you. Um, but I just want to say for that 10 days that John was down there, you know, where I just, I, I, I hardly heard from John. Number one, number <laughs> one, I mean, you know, first yeah. of all, he calls me two to three times a day. I keep I think him going, man. I, I think in that 10 days, I, keep I think going. he physically called me himself twice. And I, when he came back home, I said, you know, you hardly called me. And his exact response was, I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, so you no, really, I love it. I do. I, and it's good. Really, I don't know. It's really, good. We, him and I and You're travel. the fun one. Oh, yeah. But he was a you big really help. Are. Let me you really are. The one that, he, you are the one that they have a good time with. and. You know, and not that he does it with me, but it's I know, different. It's, little, I just, it is, it's just it's different. different. And, you know, when he's with you, he acts completely different <laughs> than he does with me. And I'm. Well, we're kind of going to get grateful. into that next. I'm going to. We'll, we're going to get John on yeah. the phone for the very last segment and have him talk about the trip and just let him 
You know, he's yeah. like, hey, Larry, the podcast. He likes he likes doing yeah. this. So, but just to wrap up the, you know, the first part of our segment, Lori, you did a great job. And I don't know, this is, um, maybe we got to make a goal list of, um, what we can try and do to help to get more money paid to the direct caregivers. I mean, this is what, what, you know, boils down to in a big way. Now, you know, the New York state politics, you know, I I can't wait to get John John. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and draw out of John John what he said about his opinion of New York State politics. I'm gonna yeah, he's uh, it would be great if if we could, <laughs> if we could get him to say some stuff. But um, I don't know. Let's make that a goal. Let's I don't know. Let's uh, figure out how we can. Uh, well, there's be a couple a of things. You yeah. know, a friend Susie contacted me yesterday and she said, "What can I do to help?" And I said, honest to God, the best thing you can do right now is put pressure on the lawmakers. And, you know, we're the ones that elected these people, and they work for us. And, you know, I've never been, I don't like politics. I've never been one to write writing to people and, you know, sending emails and that sort of thing. But that's honestly, if they feel the pressure from their constituents and family members and friends, then that, you know, I think that's going to be the most effective change. Um, so maybe I can send you some, you know, the groups that I'm a part of. One is that NIAD, another one in here in West New York is called Donnie. Um, and they're very active in putting the pressure on the politicians to, um, you know, just the equity, equity, I can't even talk, the equity, the equitability with these agencies, um, and providing these direct service providers the pay that they deserve. Yeah, so, okay. You know, and, we still yeah. have the link to the petition up there, but I think maybe we're going to, talking about this as we record, but make a page specifically for some of these things that you're talking about, links to the social groups. Of course, yep. you have your blog, but this is all at supportingsiblings.com. Um, right now we have a petition up there. We have a link to uh, Laura's uh, news story, and then this latest episode is there as well. But um, let's do that. Let's let's uh, make a resource page um, for what we just talked about in this first half and how to yeah. how to have your own voice in your community, how to reach out to your local politicians, and and uh, at least get some attention to this because it has not right. even like I said, this is one of the first stories I've seen about uh, group homes and, and the COVID thing. Uh, it just, it hasn't been talked about. So if we can at least begin to change that and keep influence people with our funny stories and our crazy family, that's that's what we'll do. Yeah. But we're going to take a break for a second, then we'll come back and uh, we'll talk about John uh-huh. John's visit and get get uh, get him on the phone. But uh, supportingsiblings.com, we'll be right back. All right, we're back, and uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I know Laura, you've been uh, you are, the the thing that happened with Billy. Oh my gosh, we, we the what time were you at the hospital that day? Oh, I got Goodness. it was early. It was I think I left the house at eight thirty in the morning. I, I had know. gotten a phone well. call at like eight, um, you know. So I got to ECMC by eight thirty, and he had poor Bill. It just broke my heart because he. You know, out of all of us, medically, he endured, you know, just so much. 
And I know, um, he's been through he had a nice gash on his head. And it was an awful it, picture, and I don't know. Apparently, yeah. he fell out of bed, and that's still yeah. kind of questionable. I don't, I don't know how public we should get about all that, but it was under investigation. It's under investigation, yeah. Because yeah. That, that gash that uh, you sent me a picture of that would have been, uh, yeah, yeah. We kind of really, you know, don't he know ended what up with there, but no, we don't, and the Billy can't tell us what happened, and his roommate can't even tell us what happened. Yeah. So we're relying on people to look at scenes of accidents where they happen and see if they can determine whether or not something was done. And again, you know, Billy has awesome staff and the people that were on no, staff that's that what morning, I mean, I mean, I mean Spire, they've, publicly, I just, they've been so incredible with him and a few staff I know, and in particular that really have, yep. <laughs> like oh. you don't worry generally speaking about them. I mean, no. stuff's going to happen. You know, sure especially, you know, thing, things will happen. And um, yep. I just, we just want to know what happened. That's all. We're just kind of right. suspect and, of and exactly I've said, the story. And that's exactly know, what I've said, Larry. That's, that's exactly what I've said, that, you know, stuff with Billy yeah. is going to happen because of his physical limitations. I mean, he's, he, I've been, have had him home here and, and almost lost him in a fall, you know, and was able to recover quickly enough that, it's going to happen and you know, it's not fun and I hate that it happens, but we just want to know, you know, like what happened and how can we make it so that it won't ever happen again? You know, yeah, exactly. Um, that's all that. I mean, that's all, but, but really publicly, I mean, Aspire has been fantastic oh. to Billy over the years and just, Oh my gosh. A joy to, Wonderful. anytime I call there, you know, Hey, can you, I'm going to FaceTime Billy, whatever. They're just the, overall oh, as an agency, they've been phenomenal. Yep. And I, I do want to publicly say that, but we do oh, want to know what really I can't happened. Say That's all. They're wonderful. Yeah. They really are. And, you know, it was, it was super sad, you know, like I got there just in time for them to put the staples in his head. So I was able to at least distract him during that process and keep him, content from you know distracted from what was going on up there at, while they were fixing that and i have to give a shout out once again to ecmc they were wonderful with him yeah wonderful i mean sweetest sweetest nurses and doctors that took care of him that day they were just wonderful so um you know i'm thankful for that at least that kind of stuff you know when you when we have to go through it that at least that was good. The good part of it, you know. Oh yeah, no, no, no doubt about that. So, I want to get John John on here, and 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 uh, we'll just we'll we'll do something funny, make people laugh here for a few minutes. I, I know yeah. we'll be able to get the right conversation going, but you know, Laura, just always you know having John John here. There's always something that happens. So that week, it it's just amazing to always see the impact he has on new people. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, there's this young young man who's been hanging around us and the the metal scene and the thing that we're doing since the first fish fest. And he's a he's a great young man. He's the one who took care of our farm when Mary and I went on vacation. And he ended up uh, he he's a he's a simplest. He lives out of his van. He loves it. He does odd jobs. He's he's happy with his life. He's a very helpful, smart kid. Whatever. So he ended up staying here most of the week when John John was here and it's always interesting to see how John John just in a matter it, it took about 48 hours for him to be around John John before 
John John would be going, hey, Andy, say, and people gladly partake and act, you know, they love it. Making noises. And I mean, I watched, you know, I kind of like paid attention in a very specific way to watch what developed over over the course of a few days. And then, you know, a few times it was Andy, John, John and I outside either working in the garden or building these flower boxes. And we were doing all kinds of projects around here. And just to see the impact that John, John's pure spirit has on people for the first time. It's, 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 um, you know, I just, one night I went to bed and I just like, I literally had tears rolling down my face and, and just how proud, you know, and this, that, and mom wrote about that on that first page of her writings about, mm-hmm. about the mm-hmm. mantle that John John carries and he doesn't even understand it. And, right. uh, it's always, it's, it's a very rewarding thing to witness and, and experience and uh, just see, oh yeah, man, I love this. Andy's just, you know, I'm like, so how are you? You know, you know, making a hey, uh, hey, Andy, say that. You know, he's like, yeah. I love it. I love it. He's like, this is awesome. And that's the way it's always been, right? With people that are brought yeah. in either professionally, like uh, Katie. I keep thinking about Katie who took care of Dad. I wish we could Katie get did, a hold yeah. of her. Oh man, I, I wish know. we could get a hold of her to contribute to a chapter to the book that. You know, we've been talking about finishing. Finally, we, we, we've really taken some steps, and hopefully a year from now we'll be able to be talking about that in a different way. But for right now, we're, we're really – you've talked to um, people that are dear to us who publish books. I've done the same thing here. And we're, we're taking steps to finish that. But um, I, I really um, look forward to the people that we invite to contribute a chapter. Like I asked Susie Swantek today. She definitely – could write something amazing and and our goal is to finish what mom started chronologically and then uh, have people that know us family members or agape members write about the impact of our family story on their life and and some positive thing from it so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's that's the goal but um let's see about getting john john on here hi (laughs) he was there uh i thought by calling him first it would do it yeah, usually that's how I do it. There he oh, is. There he is. <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> Hi, John. Hi. I can't okay. see you. We can't see you. Move that thumb. There you go. There he is. <laughs> what you doing? Sipping dinner. Still? Still? <laughs> yeah. What are you having good? Pizza pub and French fries. Delicious. Where'd you get it from? Pizza Bungle. Oh, I miss that place. (laughs) So, John, you know, we're, of course, you know, we're recording a podcast. Can you tell? Yeah. (laughs) You know, we wanted to talk about. Have you. Let's talk about. Or you tell. you, You share some stories about coming down to visit me here in Nashville. <laughs> Go ahead, take John, a big bite. Feet. I hear those feet. <laughs> Go, yeah. ahead. Go ahead, feature stamp. <laughs> John. <laughs> Go ahead, do it for the podcast. Stamp your feet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, John. <laughs> so yeah. what is, tell, talk about Nashville, your visit to Nashville. I had a great time. Uh. Mary. What'd you do? I cut the grass. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Think of some really, some of the times that that really made you laugh. <laughs> Jacob made me laugh. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob was around quite a bit. He stayed for a few days. We went fishing on a boat and mm-hmm. stayed overnight. I know this is hard to do without just when you're questioning and we get the one word answer, yep. John John. Yep. <laughs> what? Hey, Laura. <laughs> Like a great time in Nashville. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what did you help Larry do in the morning? Cut the grass. Yes, cut the grass. What about out in the barn? I saw the animals. What kind of animals? Goats, chickens, uh-huh. and dogs. And dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Larry's got a lot of what animals. Do you, what huh? do you usually say about the... Yeah, I know, but do the do the dogs thing that you do. That's really funny. Look at the trees. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so much you fun. A, and talk about the fishing trip, the boat. I had a great time on the boat. What did you do? <laughs> I drove the boat. You drove oh, the boat. Oh yeah, John drove the boat. <laughs> We didn't get one bite, though, did we? Except Andy. Andy caught a bass. I know. Nobody got a bite, though. I think you're going to be lucky. Can I talk? Can I ask you a question? No. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever driven a boat with me? Never. Never. (laughs) Does Larry do the fun stuff? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how about, how about oh, the yeah. music, John? Do I know how to throw a party or what? No. <laughs> Talk about what about tell us about the music. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Gosh. What kind of music was it? Christian rock. Yeah. Christian rock. <laughs> Is that what you said? Christian rock? He did. <laughs> oh John. No. It's too much. And you flew on the plane. You get to fly on the plane all by yourself. You're very independent with that. Yeah, that was a little nerve-wracking him coming in there. But going out, I was at the gate. But No, you do great with that, John. That's one thing. I just, like, again, an invisible eye just documenting what happens when he thinks nobody's around. The best, isn't it, John? (laughs) Yeah. John, you're the funniest Sometimes when you think no one's around. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you say uh, so. Well, I know. I just got to do an off-the-cuff conversation with them and not plan it. So we're on the podcast, John. Is there anything you want to talk about? We're going down in Nashville in September. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, your nephew said he was buying you a ticket. And he meant it. He brought it up again the other day. And we also, I think we're going to, either that, John, or we're just going to bring Sarah with because we have a place for Sarah. If it doesn't work out here, we'll figure that part out. But 
I know that's mm -hmm. a big expense for you, but I think we're going to solve that so you can be here for Fish Fest. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> now, let me ask you, what is it about Fish Fest that you really, really like? The music. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. And? Uh -huh. keep, keep it Pretty coming. Girl. Uh -huh. Pretty girl. There it is. <laughs> That's the Pretty answer. Pretty girl. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> laugh. Laura? Yes. Uh-huh. How was your mother's day? It was lovely. <laughs> was it? Yes. Was it? <laughs> I understand, John. John, you have something for me that you made. I want to give it to you. Well, I'll see you yeah, this week, probably. A bracelet. He made a bracelet. Oh, <laughs> and it says, "What does it say?" <laughs> what does the bracelet say? I don't know. I don't <laughs> think it says anything. They talked about uh, having decoration. drunk some know. tea. <laughs> right? No. Yeah. John. So, <laughs> so let's talk about the pretty girls. Yeah. Tell us one yeah, thing thoughts. that you really, really wish you could have. A girl taking you on a date. Girl, girl taking you on right? a date, yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that's really hard for you, isn't that's it? Still that you, hard. Just, you really want to have a girlfriend. A better one. A better <laughs> one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's important. <laughs> you've, had, you've had a girlfriend. <laughs> His pronouns. Yeah. You, you guys kind of broke up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, <you> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, John, John. She was using you? How was she using you? I'm curious. Buying <laughs> things. Buying things? <laughs> oh, she wanted you to buy her things? Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what kind John. of thing? Like, pop. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Pop, so, John, truly, one of the things that you really wish you could have was a girlfriend. And, I, and and you don't really talk to me about that too, too much. Who do you talk to about that the most with? A counselor. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. What about your me? counselor. Larry. 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 You talk to Larry about those kinds of things. Much more than you talk to me about it. We even we even and that's um, okay. John John asked me if I could help him set up a profile on a dating site. So we did some searching and we while he was here we did a little bit of a trial and sadly let let's just say I was disappointed on how that thing operates. It was targeted to make money and uh, didn't have a good vibe about it. And sadly, it could be something that's good. And maybe this is, again, something else maybe I need to work on to make better in the world. <laughs> but there, that something yeah. like that shouldn't cost money, in my opinion. Like what I know everybody's out to make money on the Internet, and that's fine, but... For this type of a thing, it was it was um, it was a dating site, but 
was really specific in the title. I don't want to give it any credit or give what I, what it was, but it was a website specifically tailored to someone with a disability. And John, John, we filled out a profile, but there weren't many people around your area. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So there was one in Rochester. Yeah, there was. <laughs> <laughs> there was. But what's her name? <laughs> oh, John. <laughs> what's her name? What's her name? I don't remember, but that's just something else that that needs a lot of work or opportunities or situations for uh, individuals that want to have a relationship but don't know how to a go about it, have the opportunity to, to, to just whatever have some kind of a, like what they were yeah. doing on that Australian show I thought was great. The singles nights and yeah. Yeah. You know, do that kind of stuff here. You know, don't at least in Tennessee or Buffalo, I've never seen anything that that's no. like that, but definitely, <laughs> you know, a need that needs to be filled. Um, when yeah. I was still working at group homes, Laura, late nineties, there was some changes to the law that basically stated that if, if one of the individuals that I am in the care of comes and expresses his sexual ne needs and desires to me, it is my responsibility to fulfill that no matter what. Yeah. You know, obviously it was, and it became a very gray area. Like, dude, does that mean, do I take him to a store for pornography? Like it, it that's how the law was kind of worded. It was, it was kind of worded that way. And that was really troublesome, but Again, there's just uh, there's another another need that needs to be filled. Um, yeah, for... John, I can John only really see has here. a desire. I know he does. You know, and he knows he love. He understands what love is, don't you? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're yep. making me hungry, John. Watching you eat. He's chowing down some French fries yeah. right now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But Any yeah, we, we've encountered this conversation several times. Mostly, though, Larry gets this conversation from John. He doesn't talk to me about it. He definitely understands the the brother relationship, and he goes to Larry a lot more about his desires for dating and girlfriends. And yeah. that's okay. That's where he feels. That's okay that you you know you talk to who you feel comfortable. But um, we don't have a lot of options here, and I don't know how to. I don't know how to fix that. You know, I, know. I don't. I, know. I just don't. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's what uh, mom and dad were challenged with, and they came up with a solution with agape. So I guess that's where yeah. I find myself listening to us talking about this. Like maybe that's something you can we can work on fixing, and myself yeah. personally because sure. it is, um, you know, it's a real thing, and I think there's there's some individuals out there that with some supervision could have relationships and marriages and, and be happy. You know, I, I, yep. I know that for a fact, I believe that I've been around it enough to know that, but uh, we'll have to save that for another episode. John, enjoy that sub. I want some <laughs> okay. it's time for my dinner. <laughs> John, one other quick question. No. Yeah. Um, I just want to, I want to have a um, small conversation about, politics here in new york how oh, do you feel yeah about it? yeah i forgot thanks for bringing that up 
Uh, oh, you do feel good about them? Okay, let's go back specific, that... John. Yeah. <laughs> anything that frustrates you? Not going to bingo. Yeah. Okay, not going to bingo. Who's it, who may, who's making the rules right now? Okay. <laughs> He's got half a and sub in his mouth. I know, right? And oh, who's God. in charge of the state? <laughs> Cuomo. Cuomo, okay. And how do we feel about Cuomo? He's in trouble. <laughs> He's in trouble. <laughs> Why is he in trouble? <laughs> John, when you were down here, when you were down here, we talked about New York State versus Tennessee, and then you came in the house. Do you remember what you said that made Mary laugh very much? We need a new governor. We need a new governor. <laughs> what else? And? Oh, that's it. Boy, just moments, man. If you don't capture them at the moment. I know. <laughs> we need a governor who tells the truth. We need a governor who tells the truth. There you go. He's not been telling the truth very much lately. <laughs> He's just shoveling. <laughs> He's shoveling <laughs> food in. Oh, he is John. just chowing down, aren't you, John? Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. What? How are you feeling? I uh, feel fine. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap the episode. Now I'm hungry, John. Yep. Okay. okay. <laughs> Almost your shower time? Yeah. I want to go off and no. put on one. Yep. Yep. It's in the the iron is in the fire, John. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us today again, Lord. Great job what you're doing uh, up in New Thanks. York State. Keep it up. And um, if you want to have a look at that, just go to supportingsiblings.com. You can subscribe to us at the top. Laura's blog is there, and then the uh, the the news story that Fox uh, New York did, which was actually was a good story. I I thought they did a good job yeah there have been a couple of stations yeah. that have covered it that did a great we need job need a few more it's... of those so shout out mm-hmm. to them yeah need more attention to this issue supporting siblings.com we will see you next time thanks so much sis we hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supporting sibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.